Well, hello, Carly. Hi. Um, we are so qualified to talk about movies because we have watched not only HBO's limited event series, Watchmen, but also Sense8 Season 1, brought to you by Netflix. <laughs> yeah, we love cinema. We love cinema. We like filmic works. Um, I go to, I go to the theater all the time. No, brother. They, I might as well have a reserved seat in there because, man. <laughs> uh, this is Pillows on the Windows. Mm-hmm. It's a movie podcast. We do a TV show podcast that was a movie podcast, <laughs> but now it's just Everything us. is anything. My name is Tucker. I'm Carly. And we're siblings. Yeah. That's the pretext here. Um, Carly, here's what I, here's what I want to do to start things off. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, we're getting new listeners, freshies, <laughs> freshies got this in their ears. We got to get them off on the right foot. So we're going to describe each other's taste in movies. Oh, no. Yep. <laughs> oh, no. So do you want to go first or should I go first? No, you go first, please. Mm. Okay. Okay. I'm going to start with what you don't like. Okay. I feel like you don't like biopics about musicians. Most, Most of, of the, the time. time. Okay. You don't like children's movies. Most of the time. Most of the time. Um, here's what you do like, Car. Okay. I think you like movies, you like movies with a certain level of prestige attached, I feel. Not all Not the time. Not always. Not always. <laughs> okay. Not all the time, she says. Okay. Uh, but, uh, I feel like if you could only see three movies a year, they would mostly be on a scale of independent filmmaking, and they would be critically acclaimed films. I like to seek out things that are perceived as good, I guess. I'm sorry. Are you describing your taste in movies, or am I describing your taste in movies? Because <laughs> okay, I I'm thought sorry. I was describing I'll your taste off, in movies. I'll back off. I'll back off. Thank you. You mm-hmm. like movies set in the 60s about race car drivers. You also like <laughs> Japanese dramas about housewives and infidelity. Mm-hmm. Um, you also like Don Bluth's animated films, including Anastasia <laughs> and An American Tale. So you're doing my job for me. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Car, how would you describe your taste? Well, toss that back at you. I don't know. I don't understand yeah. you. I really don't. Mm. Um, I mean, there are certain things that I expect for you to like I guess this is great like I don't know <laughs> I honestly don't know what's going on there I mean okay. the types of movies you watch are different than the types of movies I watch but I don't know if you even like everything you mm. watch right nobody likes everything they watch sure but I feel like you're more okay with maybe signing up to watch something that you know you might not enjoy for example like a lot of like Scoob and Scoob, yes. Like Artemis Fowls. Trolls 2, yes. World uh, yeah, Tour. Artemis Fowl. Um yeah. I've seen you, all of these films. You like the Wachowskis? I like the Oh no. You do. That's my calling card. I do. I like the Wachowskis, yes. Yeah, quite a bit, I think. Okay. Makers I, of Sense 8, a limited event Netflix series about eight people who are awesome. Good I friends. I feel like it, is it fair to say that maybe you You're looking for more fun, I guess, than... I do like fun. Yeah, which is like a really fair thing to want, I think, out of your entertainment. (laughs) 
that is my issue. Uh, this is not a video game podcast, but if you listen to our video game podcast that I do, uh, my problem with a lot of games now is that they are depressing and sad and about human emotion. And sometimes the thing I always say is I need levity. And it's true. I need levity. Yeah. But then like levity. also sometimes you come out of left field with something, I guess. This Earl Grey is delicious, by the way. <laughs> okay. What brand is it? Oh, I don't know. Okay. It's not Kroger. I'm one step up from there, at least. It's <laughs> okay. It's an actual brand of tea. <laughs> okay. So I'm doing yeah. good there. Uh, what okay. what surprises you, Car? Hmm. I guess like I was surprised by how much you liked her smell. Okay. You know, so like every once in a while, there's one, there's a moment when our tastes converge a lot, and I guess right. it's always like a pleasant surprise. Sure. Um, can I take the wheel for a little bit? Mm-hmm. Okay. I love animated films. Beginning of that, I like horror, but I like horror as a means for people to do awesome special effects and be very creative. Uh, okay, but you seem averse to a lot of the prestige horror genre. Yes, with the exception it's not of that. Hereditary. I really liked Hereditary. Yeah, Hereditary had chutzpah, you know. <laughs> Okay, sure. It felt <laughs> Do you think that's the first time anyone's ever described hereditary that way? <laughs> it was ahead of its time. <laughs> uh, I don't like the movies that hereditary created though. I don't like where prestige horror is at these days. Okay. See, I do like that. I like I horror movies in general. I like almost every horror movie I've seen. Yeah. Ever. And What's I've your seen like a decent amount. I think Hereditary is up there if you're looking, if if we're going to separate it between prestige and non-prestige. Which we, which feels weird to me, but okay, I get why. I mean, they are kind of different, yeah. Yeah, one's good. Oh! Uh, okay. oh. Um, and then like, I guess a non-prestige would be, I really, I do really like. Um, Prometheus. No, I okay. do love Prometheus, though. Um, I do really like <laughs> Unfriended. Is that what it's called? I can't... That's a terrible name for a movie, but I think that is what it is, yeah. I really like The Ring, also. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The American... Yeah. Ring. Yeah. I don't know. I'm geared up for that. Where... I feel like uh, where our taste can be... If we can describe our taste through one person and realize how it is different, you just need to look at James Cameron's career. Okay. And I feel like everything makes sense. Or maybe Can not. you explain? I don't know. Like, I like uh, Terminator 2 is up my alley, sure, right? Okay. But you're more of like the abyss kind of person. You're like, I like the abyss. You know? I mean, this is tough because James Cameron makes me extremely uncomfortable Dude. in general. Um Titanic. I haven't seen the Titanic. That's silly. Yeah, that is silly. Um, I feel like I'm more, I guess, on the aliens train if I had to pick one. Okay. Okay. Which I have not seen. So there you go. Woo! That's our taste described for you. <laughs> Carly has seen aliens. I have not done. Okay. I guess that's the other thing I would like to add. I I feel like I really, really like horror and I like sci-fi a lot. Okay. Okay. I if like... I'm choosing genres. I really like... Um, like 90s action. Yeah, right. Um, or like uh, 
Mission Impossible or something. That's good. That's good. I like a good action flick. Yeah. Uh, what is something you will not watch? Just like bad I'm, children's movies. Just yeah, like, bad kids movies like is really tough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, documentaries don't really sit with me too well. I guess. I feel like I've been watching more of them as of late. Has I don't your know. mind been expanded? <laughs> For some reason, like, they're kind of a good option, I think, when it's just like a different type of emotional journey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, sometimes I'd rather deal with the reality and not go into, like, the unknown of a fictional thing, if that makes sense. Sure, yeah. But that's my issue with documentaries is I never know how biased this, uh, that pronunciation was very Wisconsin. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, I'd never know how much bias is in the filmmaking, so I never feel good coming out of a documentary. Because if, if I'm, like, moved by it, I'm like, well, okay, but how much of that is manipulation through movie making but that doesn't fit every type of documentary i don't think like uh i watch free solo and that like there's no really room for bias there right like not everything's like i guess an issue documentary yeah or about a person or like about a uh uh crime or like a controversial (laughs) person or something okay i feel like that's where you get bias also like a really good quality documentary, I feel like, either identifies the bias itself and like makes it clear where they're coming from, or does a really good job of clearing themselves of as much bias yeah. as possible. That's tough, though. It is tough. It's not but in they're out end. there. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Is there one you recommend, Car? Hmm. I watched Mining the Gap recently, and that was incredible. Like everyone talks about how that's incredible. But it was incredible. What is that? I don't know what that is. Um, it's by a really young director. Uh, I think it won the Oscar for Best Documentary like a couple of years ago, or at least was nominated. Um, but he's from some town in Indy, no, in Illinois, actually. Um, and is following a number of years of like kind of his best friends growing up and they're all really into skateboarding and that's what bonds them. Um, but it kind of becomes an investigation of like domestic abuse and like how much it's terrorized this town and how each of like each of his friends and himself have dealt with it their different ways and are carrying it on to the next generation in different ways yeah it's i mean (laughs) it's tough (laughs) i mean it's it's just like beautiful and I guess like takes you places that you didn't expect to go uh, at the beginning of it. Cause at the beginning it really just seems like it's about skateboarding. Cool. Um, yeah, that's great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, is there a documentary you really did not care for that you have seen besides religious? Maybe. I mean, Miss Americana was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Is that a documentary? Is that just yeah, state run media? Okay. That is a documentary. What is he documentarizing? Taylor Swift. <laughs> cool. From cool. the perspective of Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift's PR team. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Is there one out there that you really enjoy? Um, I can't think of anything right now. Hmm. I thought the uh, the one that was nominated for an Oscar a couple years ago about the um, cycling at the Olympics. Mm, Icarus? Yes. I just remember that being really interesting. Hmm. Um, but I like cycling, so it kind of 
Oh, sure. Um, I would really like to see uh, Senna about the F1 driver. That's supposed to be incredible, but I have not ever sat down and watched it. That's surprising. You should get on that. That's like exactly your territory. (laughs) Oops. Yeah. I don't want it to be biased. What if it's biased? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's also, there's a way you can spin that where that's kind of part of the fun, right? It's like anytime you're reading a text about an actual event, like that's part of reading the text. And I think that can carry through to documentary where like it, you're figuring out where the author is coming from. And as long as you can kind of figure that out and take that into account. Yeah. That's part of the experience. I just think the issue is that when it's about a niche subject and it's a Netflix documentary, all of a sudden, all anyone knows about the subject is what was in this Netflix documentary, which scares me, I guess. Yeah. It's also like, again, the other spin on that is like, it's pretty incredible that, I think documentaries are really popular right now, and I think that can be an incredibly positive thing. Um, For example, like we both recently watched Disclosure and like I learned a ton from that. That's um, that I recognize that if I had done any research or work ahead of time, like I would be more and I should have been more knowledgeable on my whole adult life, at least. Um, but I learned a lot and that was extremely, extremely helpful. And I feel like a lot of people probably learned a lot by watching that. Yeah. I just don't think it was very good. In structure. Hmm. In structure. Yeah. Yeah. Or just like the, or even in, I don't know. Like I'm not, (laughs) it's hard to talk about. Uh, I just didn't think it was that illuminating past a certain point because it's kind of the same thing over and over and over. Uh, And it's a point that should be made. It's good that it is, you know, in this widely available Netflix documentary, you know, like issues of trans representation through history and media is interesting and it's worth talking about, but uh, it was framed like it's an, I love the eighties show on VH1, which I really didn't, think was effective at driving anything home yeah and that's tough because like i feel like i haven't seen enough documentaries to know like to even think of what the alternative method for showcasing that information is yeah like at a certain point when it's about the history of something you're gonna have a lot of talking heads and you're gonna have a lot of old footage so like i don't know how you change it but yeah yeah i did it, it i agree that it felt like we were just watching like a commentary yeah. like on something for an hour and a half or whatever. Like it's like you come out of that and it's like, Oh, I should really watch Paris is burning. Right. But, uh, not because of <laughs> what they were talking about, I guess. Uh, like they, it just didn't give them enough time to go into detail about it, I guess. Or it, it just felt like it was always flitting to the next, you know, here's an instance from, the fifties. And it's like, okay, that's interesting. And I can see why this is part of this issue and what this means, but it's not like they're going in depth on anything about it. Really. It was just them acknowledging it and then moving on to the the next thing. Like, I don't I think it was like kind of a crash course, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. and then it's, and I, I think that is super effective here because again, like speaking for myself, I kind of needed a crash course. Yeah. 
And then I guess it's on like each individual to actually like dig into any, you know what I mean? Like it, I think it kind of works because there are, I'm assuming a lot of people who are unaware of the entire history there. Yeah. And I think it's for them, honestly, it feels. Yeah. That's honestly some feedback I've heard is like folks who are more, um, I guess like a, well researched or directly within the trans community or like yeah this is like <laughs> i don't know it's like this is like stuff. 101 <laughs> yeah. yeah like it just doesn't there's yeah. nothing new going on here but like it's a netflix documentary that a ton of people saw so hopefully all those people got something out of it i don't know is that a pen no stop carly no, no i'm wearing earrings oh no <laughs> earrings carly i'm taking the earrings out <sighs> I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I think in uh, like aggregate, like if you take it, it in full, it's powerful because it's just yeah. example after example after example, which is there's value there. It's just uh, I didn't find the production that engaging, I guess. Yeah. Way. So. So strike that from our list of good movies. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No. no, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> and let's move on to a great movie. Oh boy! Okay. Carly. Yeah. You watched a movie this morning. Mm-hmm. Starring our queen. The queen. Our god. The god. <laughs> the god, Charlize Theron. <laughs> Maker of films. Uh, star of, of films and producer of films. Yes. Yeah. Bad haircut. Have her. Fast, fast desert car driver. Yes, definitely. Gun shooter. Yes. Man puncher. Yes. Charlie's there. Yes. You've brought a clip. Mm-hmm. The old guard. Yeah. Charlie's Theron. What did you think? All right, this is a Netflix limited event movie. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, first question I had for you, car, is this something that was going to come to theaters? And then they were like, oops, the world's broken. Oh, God, I'm unprepared for that question. Um, I actually am very unsure. I don't know. It feels like it should have been in theaters. I guess so. Maybe they would have had a higher budget if they were true. Okay, so <laughs> now we're starting to get into Tucker's opinions. Oh, no. I won't give any more opinions to this podcast. Carly, please describe the old guard in excruciating detail. The old guard is, as I understand, based on a graphic novel. Yes. About five um, immortals or like near immortals who buddy up and try to do good in the world in the way of like uh, fighting historical bad guys i guess or like saving people from real world events you're kind of giving it like a if i heard that i would think it was like a time travel thing oh i see oh i see no 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 no. they're they're like acting as like an independent army yes through Um, time through time they're like thousands of years old um they've been because they can't die it's like uh it's just scene after scene of like war photo of like world war ii and then it's like charlie Theron was right there because she's right. always been there man she's always been there right and that's the movie 
Yeah, and I guess, like, the plot within it is they find a new member, which rarely happens over the course of thousands of years. Um, But at the same time, there's a a big pharma CEO (laughs) trying to capture them. There sure uh, is. In order to create a cure, essentially, for aging. Uh, I think specifically, like, dementia. Sure, yeah. It's kind of vague, I think. It's just, like evil telomeres <laughs> yep exactly. it's so funny that like just i feel like every person who doesn't know anything oh, about here we go. well i mean come on like every single like sci-fi thing that's aging is like someone read one wikipedia article not even an entire article just like the overview of telomeres and it's like that's it it's done leave charlie's <laughs> alone she thought it was an exciting project okay it is Okay, I guess, like, do we jump into opinions? Hell yeah, dude. Okay, what'd you think? It was all right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It didn't really feel like a movie to me. It felt kind of like a TV show or something. In terms of, like, production level, I guess. Sure. I can never tell, like, how expensive something is. Um, Sure, yeah. But it felt like a... It felt like a, it was like a okay fine... summer blockbuster. Yeah, I passed the time just fine. It was mm-hmm. okay. I didn't dislike it. There was some stuff I really liked, in fact. Yes, I agree. But uh, for like the first half hour, I was just lost. I was like, what am I watching? <laughs> okay, sure. It doesn't start very well, I don't think, this movie. How does it even start? I can't even... Um, They're like in middle east and they're like going in yeah, 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 and they're yeah. just like talking about stuff you don't understand yet and then yeah it's they they kind of like pull the rabbit out of the hat but you've already seen the rabbit out of the hat or you know what's happening right. already so it's, it's like, supposed to be surprising when they get gunned down and then come back to life but it's not yeah and immediately you're like oh so where is the tension in this movie yeah and then they find a little bit of tension i think mm-hmm. absolutely i was like i was all in and I was watching this at like 10 in the morning. So, okay. It was pretty effective, I think, in that way. How much glare was on the screen, would you say? A lot mm. of glare. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. Ouch. Lots of glare. Okay. Okay. Um I mean, I think the action was fine. Mhm. Fine to good, I would say. Mm-hmm. Never bad, I don't think. Um and I thought at least some of the character-driven stuff was pretty good. I agree. Like I don't think there's anything big that's wrong with this i think it's just like mm, there's some like mediocre stuff along the way it's i just wish there was a villain that wasn't just like saturday morning cartoon villain sure with absolutely no redeeming qualities or depth to him (laughs) in any way and he was just like sniveling and going "Eh, yeah i have the axe now there is something like really really gratifying about like even just seeing a fictionalized version of Big Pharma, like... Just eat it. Having justice brought to it, yeah. Like, I just... I'm okay with tons of villains being Big Pharma villains because I just want them all to pay the price. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but even, like, a secondary villain uh, guy whose wife died... Copley. Sure. Yes, thank you. Um, there's not much going on with that character either, honestly. You know, that's just kind of. Yeah. Yeah. But Charlize. 
Yeah, that's so interesting. Like, I think it's, I, I mean, Charlize is just great. I she really is. She's probably say. one of the best working actors right now, I would say. Yeah, I like I don't want to say that Charlize is undervalued. She kind of is, though. I think uh, she is undervalued. <laughs> <laughs> I just think like if you look at what she does and what she chooses to do. I mean, th- who else is like doing every action franchise they can get their hands on? Yeah. And then also doing like these little independent movies, like it's like it's so unique. It's like if Tom Cruise's career didn't fall apart or something. Like if he exactly. came off a eyes wide shut and he's like, "No, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna go deeper down this hole." But then also is doing Mission Impossible at the right, same time, right? Yeah. And the Top Gun remake or whatever's yeah. happening there. Yeah. Uh, yes. And she's not cute, like... <laughs> and she's not, pretty. <laughs> well, yeah, she's gorgeous, my God. But it's also not just, like, she's not latched on to one, like, super famous... Like, she's not a Bond girl. She's like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, I'll be in this weird graphic novel remake and also Atomic Blonde. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. it, she can have fun. Yeah, I mean, I think she is having fun. Yeah. <sighs> Shirley's is great. I think there's been better Charlies than the old guard. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, she's she is almost crying through this entire movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which I found kind of distracting. <laughs> she's always got like the shiny eyes, but it's never yeah, full yeah, tears. Yeah, yeah. Yep. She yep, does yep. the shiny eyes really well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh it's really fun seeing her in like the 1100s with battle hats on and it's stuff. It's so silly. <laughs> that might actually be the worst part of the movie. Oh, I don't know. There's worse parts than that. It just looks so fake. It, it looks, looks terrible. so yeah. fake. That's what I mean. Like, I feel like this movie didn't have the budget that mm, a full theatrical okay, yeah. release might have gotten. I, I have a bone to pick here, Car. Okay, here we go. Let's say this was made for Netflix. Mm-hmm. Why is it letterboxed? Or not letterboxed, but it has the the bars up top and below. Why would you shoot it in an aspect ratio if you know every single person's going to be watching it on a 16 by 9 television? I'm going to guess that they definitely didn't know that. Like, uh, from my understanding, I like, I, I, unless a movie is developed for Netflix the entire time, which I don't think is the majority of these, at least right now, yeah, they wouldn't have known, I don't think. Okay. I could see most movies just coming out in 16 by 9 at some point because that's what televisions are, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, why wouldn't you do that? Yeah, I don't like... even notice it. Like, I, yeah, yeah I never notice it. Hmm. I don't know. That was my biggest problem with the <laughs> <Okay>. old <guard. laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah. What did you so besides Charlize, were any of the characters working for you? I think the kind of other main character Booker. Huh? No, Booker? no, no, oh, no, Niall. no, no, Niall. Okay. Niles? Niall? Crane? Niall. Yes, 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 Niall. Okay. I thought she was great. Um, and I was astounded. <laughs> Yes. Because I thought that actress was really great. And I yeah. like 
looked her up and she's the same actress who's in if beale street could talk and that is okay insane okay like kind of a similar to the charlie's quality of just like going from action star to little indie drama and yeah. they're just like so diametrically opposed yeah yeah and she's incredible in both okay like i it blew me away that it's the Aww. same person okay Okay. I had a thought, but I don't remember what it was immediately. This Earl Grey is wearing off on me. Okay. Um, I didn't think she had a, like a big moment to shine, I guess. Nile. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the camera kind of lingers on Charlize a lot. Yeah. You know? Yes. I love the one shot where she's like peeking out from behind a gargoyle or something, looking all like Depeche mode. It's so ridiculous. Uh, yeah. I liked their stuff a lot, like all of their their arc throughout it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought it was really sweet, like the kind of being sort of a mentor, but there being a lot of contention, kinda, I guess. Yeah, there's some animosity really well. going on there. Yeah. Um, yes. I liked I liked the whole crew, I guess, at the end mm-hmm. of the day. Um, the uh, the two guys kind of felt like a kind of a one note thing to me. Where they're like the couple, yeah. Where they're a couple, and everyone is jealous because they found somebody, and I guess Booker doesn't like Charlie's or something. Yeah, I mean, I like maybe okay. So I do like the couple. I think they were yeah. cool, and like I, I get the sense that there's a sequel coming, sure. and I would love to see more of them. Uh, I just feel like they could be like funny. Like there were little hints of cool personalities and stuff yeah. we just didn't yeah. really get to see it no they were fun to watch but it's yeah. not like they had a lot of depth to their character or anything sure and I, yeah i guess this really does feel like they were counting on a sequel the whole time yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you end with the most obvious setup for the yeah. next thing it's crazy uh what do you call i'm taking your prediction right now what is the old guard to what is after the semicolon in that time oh no <laughs> Andy's back. Um, mortal. Deathless. Okay, deathless. It's good. No more Mr. Nice Guy. Very good. I don't know what that refers to. <laughs> I'd watch it. Okay. I mean, I would watch it too. It's like it. Uh, yeah, I. I feel like at some point in my life, I'll probably watch. Almost every, if not every, Charlie's movie. And definitely the action ones. Her hand-to-hand combat is just, like, insane. Yeah, swords. She's good with swords. She's good with swords. I wish we got more of the, like, whatever that thing is called. The, like, the weapon that we see on the cover. The big battle axe-looking thing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we should have seen more of that. You really don't get that much of it. Mm -mm. Which is weird because it's, like, the whole thing. Yeah. 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 I feel like uh, they had the... They had the book and they're like, okay, okay. And then they didn't really <laughs> use the book too much. They're just like, this is a cool concept. Okay, she's got yeah. an axe. Okay, we can work with this. She speaks Russian. Okay. Okay. Chekhov's Russian. Um, all right, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. What did you think of the gore? Do you mean the level of gore? Just the use of gore and the level of gore. Gore. 
I'm just so... Are you desensitized due to violence? I'm media? not bothered at all. Like, I don't... Because okay. it's CGI, poor. Well, also, I just... I've never... That has never freaked me out, I don't think. Okay. Okay. So I don't like I yeah I don't know for you could call so it desensitized or just okay I don't know like it just it's a movie I don't know I have a hard time like being super upset by that Charlie's would be flabbergasted if you said <laughs> it's just a movie it doesn't affect me at all <laughs> I'm just a soulless <laughs> skeleton who watches films and doesn't feel anything. Mm. Well, I was just, just going to say, I feel like the difference maybe is the times when I am upset is when it's, like, a character we've spent time with. Like, I wouldn't want to yeah. see Charlize's character be, like, I don't know. Like, I don't want, I don't want a super gory scene with people I care about. But when it's okay. just, like, the 80th bodyguard, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Okay. Well, there's uh, there's main characters getting their stomachs exploded and such. Oh, and then... but that was cool, right? Like, when it okay. heals back up. Yeah, I guess that so. was really cool. You know what wasn't cool and actually was very distressing to me, <laughs> and still kind of haunts me, <laughs> is that lady getting put in that coffin thing yes. and then thrown in the ocean. Yes, can you yeah, even that, imagine? Um, I uh, <laughs> that might be the best part of the movie, just in that like yeah. Yeah. that will never ever ever leave my brain. I will yeah. never be able to forget about that. It's one of the most distressing things you could possibly think of, I think. Yeah. And I've never thought, like, I was so upset that I'll have to know that forever. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they show it happening. Oh, my God. Oh, um, my God. Can you explain for the class what exactly we're talking about, Car? Yeah. So I guess, like, so these immortals, they, um, like they'll die and then like very quickly kind of come back to life and that's their whole cycle and then at some point they'll die out of nowhere and it'll be for reals and there's like no indication of why but i guess normally we're to assume it's thousands of years into their life right so there's this one immortal who I, that's the other interesting thing is i think we're supposed to believe that there is some sort of romantic relationship yeah. between charlie's and what's her name Quinn? Sure. I think Quinn. I think you're um, right on that. Yeah. So yeah. Quinn and Charlize were like captured as witches and like put to death, which yeah. I think is kind of an interesting concept because it's like the one instance where the, I don't know what you would call them. The people going after the witches would have been like proved right. Like it's, Yeah. Heroes, yeah. I call them. <laughs> okay. Very good brother. <laughs> Um, anyway, so they put, um, Quinn to death by putting her in, like, this metal chamber that kind of looks like a, I don't know, like a... It's, there's a name for it. It's like a, whatever you call it. It's a medieval torture device looking thing. Yeah, it's a chamber that Iron no Maiden. one could get out of. Yeah. And they sink it to the bottom of the sea, so this immortal person continuously drowns and is brought back to life and that's just her entire yeah. hundreds of years if not thousands yes she's just trapped in a small dark box and keeps drowning to death oh over God. and over forever just forever just like I honestly you know, think hundred I'm times a day. nightmares about it like <laughs> oh my God. it's it's really bad it's so upsetting and it really doesn't fit the tone of the rest of the movie too too much I, it like i'm it colors the rest of it in a way. yeah it didn't like it 
I wasn't upset that it was in there because it didn't work with the movie. Again, I was just upset that it was in there because it's yeah. going to torture me for the rest of my life. This is not like a it's not like a fun palling around like action movie. There's like little, little moments of that. Yeah. Throughout, but for the most part, no. For the most part, it's just like human suffering, the movie and then. Yeah. Through action scenes. Yeah. That's OK. Charlie's is there. She has a bad she haircut. She is there. I don't think it's that bad. It's pretty bad. I don't think so. I, okay. I really like her look in this. Like, I like the she's wearing all black all the time. Yep. Boots and the boots are fine. Yep. 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 Yeah, yep. that's all great. I was going to ask you uh, what you thought of the fashion in general in this movie, because I can never tell where you're coming from. Awesome. Kiki. Yeah. Again, I forget her character's name, but I love Kiki's Niall. outfits. OK. Oh, Niall. That's right. Yeah. Um, and I guess those are the two main characters I think of. I think the yeah. CEO stuff was funny. Like they always do the like See, tech like bro. Code. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sports the... code. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah that that always works. Yeah. It looks yeah. like a gap catalog brought to life or something. This whole movie, <laughs> yeah. but that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Cause they're old. Sure. Okay. Um, so final thoughts, Car. How many stars out of five are you giving the old card? I gave it three on my letterbox. Ooh. Mm-hmm. We're already <laughs> pointing people at the letterbox. Very good. <laughs> Very good. How many would you give it, brother? Yeah, three sounds right. Yeah. Are we doing half stars? Mm-hmm. Four and a half. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> now. Um, Wait, I have one more. Can I make one more comment on it? Totally. One of the worst soundtracks I've heard. In yes. A while. Oh my god! Thank you for Holy mentioning that. Holy crap! Terrible. And they could have had me because they start yeah. playing a Frank Ocean song. Okay. And then they let that live for six seconds, and then yeah. it's like EDM the rest of yeah. the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Terrible soundtrack. Just so appallingly bad. bad. Yeah. Uh, not. Uh, it's not like. Somebody tripped over a guitar or something the whole movie. It's just like, why? It doesn't fit the movie at all. It makes... It should just... This should be like a orchestral arrangement yeah, thing. Yeah, it should be like an action it. movie. It's like a Disney Channel movie or something. Yeah, it was really upset. Like, whoever's yeah. job that was should be fired. That was insane. Especially, like, Niall coming to terms with what just happened, and then she, like, puts her iPod in. She's just listening to whatever song that was. Was that, well, that was the Frank Ocean? Was that moment. Frank Ocean? Okay, yeah. I can't tell. It all sounds the same to me. I don't oh know. Jesus! <laughs> Every song in this movie sounded the same to me. I don't know what Frank Ocean sounds like. Oh, yeah, that was so upsetting. Okay, Charlie's yeah. just like, "What are you listening to?" Huh, blonde? Huh? I didn't think this one was this good. <laughs> oh my god! If they would have had a conversation about Frank Ocean, I, it, that would have been a four. That's a different right movie. There. That's a higher caliber of film than <laughs> yeah. what we're talking about. So, yeah. Okay, I watched another Charlie's Theron movie. You did. Tully, 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 Tully. Yeah. Uh, we don't need to talk about it too much. I just wanted to throw that out there. I thought it was fine. It was good. Oh, yeah. I like it. You know, this is the Juno lady, right? Is it lady or it, dude? Oh. Well, it's the director it, and it's I Diablo think writer combo. Yeah, Cody. Cody. Yeah. Anyway, I hate Juno as the, the moral yeah. of the story. Uh, this was good, though. Yeah, this was good. It's really interesting. So that 
I think that combo together of done Juno, Young Adult, and Tully. And Young Adult and Tully are both magnificent. Yeah. And uh, to me. And yeah. then Juno's just like, what happened? Yeah. I, that was her like, first one, right? <sighs> first out the door, Moldy Peaches. I don't Juno. know. Young Adult? I don't know. You, mm. Young Adult's after Juno. Okay. Also, God, the young adult cover, who was responsible for that? Oh. Like, for the longest time, I thought it was, like, a stupid... Yeah. Like, a really stupid comedy. And yeah. it's true. Judd Apatow's new movie, Young Adults. <laughs> yeah, but, like, Charlie even Ames. worse. Like, yeah. uh, I'm thinking of, like, those... Like, there's a string of, like, Cameron Diaz movies that oh, came out sure, in the sure, early sure. 2000s. And sure, it's sure. like, Ooh, It's kind of based on a Shakespeare story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. I like the Tully poster. Is that that's what her with the stickers? Yeah, I think that's cute. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Charlize is very good at acting. I think is my main takeaway from Tully. Yeah, I, like uh, there's this thing about her that, like, I think with only one exception, she does like everything. Like she, d- yeah. yeah. In this character, she's like this super, super beaten down mom who's like struggling with any way to identify herself outside of being a mom and like postpartum depression like crazy like but she's also an action star but no matter what the bottom line to me is like or what they all have in common is she is so intimidating yeah even when she's this beaten down (laughs) yeah wife and mother she is so intimidating okay okay which is crazy. I didn't, I guess I wasn't, I can see where you're coming from for sure. I just feel like I would always be afraid to be in a room with her. Okay. She has an energy to her at all times. Yeah. 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 And that's good. Yeah. If she was, if you like stepped into a room and there were a bunch of gargoyles and then she was like looking at (laughs) you from behind the gargoyle. I just, I say that because I think it's really interesting with Tully because I think if just about anyone else does that, it's a com- or plays that character. Yeah, it's a completely different movie. Yes, probably more uh, just like quirky. Or it felt like really more real to me. lifetimey or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's got like a sheen to it. This was right. very uh, uh, hard to watch at times. Oh yeah! Oh my god! Like, <laughs> like a lot of the time. Yeah, just horribly, horribly sad. Yes. But like a lot of little moments of like progress or joy in there that I thought helped me through it. Yeah. I mean, the all of the stuff between uh, Mackenzie Davis's character. Oh, I guess Tully and uh, Charlize Theron like felt magical. And like, it, yeah. I guess we kind of get why. But yeah, I just like it felt like we were seeing something like super precious the entire time. See, none of that stuff really did much for me. Hmm. I guess I just didn't like her character that much. I think you were supposed to find her charming in a way that I never really got to. It felt like Juno creeping in a little bit there. Oh, interesting. Um, like I, Charlize warms to this quirky kind of off-putting stranger in her house in a way very quickly that I found kind of odd and i get why because charlie's was so run down and she just needed anybody yeah she just needs help but uh 
by like half an hour in, she's like having drinks with her and being like, oh, we're fun. And it's like, well, okay. I think like it. I I remember there at least being enough of Charlie's being like super wary of her at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't was... seem completely outrageous. But she but like, it, like yeah. she's meant to be like the antithetical or like the yeah, just the exact opposite of Charlie's in a lot of ways, I think. Yeah. But then it turns out she's the ghost of her mother, and it's like, well, this is a stupid twist. <laughs> okay. What the hell kind of movie is this? There's a lot, there's a twist. We don't need to go into the twist, yeah. but there, there is a lot of suspension of disbelief around this twist that is kind of oh, like... Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's kind of like, hmm, okay. Yeah, you really have to either choose to take the leap or not take the leap. <laughs> I took I, the leap. I kind of stumbled and then fell off the cliff at the <laughs> okay. end there, so nobody makes the first jump cut. Yeah. Yeah. But that's all I've watched in the last month. Car, anything else you want to run through? Well, this might... We can go into the current releases because I have a okay. surprise of what I watched. Ooh, is it the old guard? Well, I did watch the old guard, but I watched something else too today. Uh-oh. So how do you want to do this car? I have no idea. Okay. Well, this was just <laughs> supposed to be like a little helpful thing mostly for me. Um, oh, God, this this is a bad lineup here. Oof. <laughs> uh, do you want me to run through these or do you want to? run through them okay so i guess like yeah i mean we're in an interesting time in how movies are released and what movies are released and some would say okay (laughs) and yeah so before this we talked about like running through what was coming out and coming up yes and it was really interesting because i started to dig in and like, so I went and I listed, or I got a list of the movies that came out on July 10th. So yesterday, Friday. Okay. And it's like a pretty significant number of movies with a couple that I think are going to be like movies that people continue to talk about for a while. Okay. And then the next weekend is just like nothing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There's there's one movie and then there's a bunch of limiteds. So yeah. like, I I... I don't know what it is about this weekend that meant that it was a good time to release movies. (laughs) Yeah, to open the floodgates a little bit. Yeah, so then I went back and I looked at the 2019 releases to see, like, okay, did is this just traditionally a good movie weekend? Yeah, and it it was like fine. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. We just I feel like we got a wave of new movies uh, this weekend, uh, which I'm grateful for. I guess. I wonder, yeah, I mean, there must be all kinds of boardroom decisions going on right I now. I can't even imagine. Because it's not like you, it's not like people are coming out for the holiday to go to the movie theater. Like, you don't have to worry about, you know, the 4th of July, get in theaters. Right. Like, yeah, I don't know. Well, and there were, I would imagine, a number of movies that were supposed to come out over the next couple of months, but were yeah. released earlier because at the beginning of the pandemic, everyone wanted stuff to watch. Sure. Like Trolls too. Yeah, I guess maybe. <laughs> I saw it at the grocery Uh-oh. store yesterday, and there's the Trolls World Tour. Yes, dance party edition yes. that was on sale. Dance party edition. <laughs> and I'm so curious what the dance party. Trolls just want to have fun. Yeah. Woo! No, 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 no. 
Anna Kendrick can't sing. I'll say it one more time. Poor casting. I don't think Anna Kendrick is that talented in general. Okay, but. very good. Well, we got Justin Timberlake to balance things out. Oh, good Lord. And James Corden. Oh, God. Ooh. <laughs> so, this is but anyway. This is James Corden podcast. Let's talk about some movies instead of okay. films, Yeah, please. so I guess, okay, the lineup of what came out this weekend... Okay, sure. Includes, yes. I'll, maybe I'll go my own level of excitement, highest to lowest here. Does that okay, make sense? Sure. Yep, know. hit me. Okay, so the old guard. The, no. Okay. <laughs> the thing that I feel like I've been looking forward to that I was pleasantly surprised to hear was coming out was First Cow. Okay. First Cow, I feel like is. Uh, like one of the indie darlings we've been waiting to come out for some time now. Okay. I, I'm thinking of kind of like uh, Farewell last year, like it comes out in the summer. Um, Maybe we'll have some awards consideration, but maybe not. But it seems yeah. like a really heartfelt, nice story. Sort okay. Of thing. And that came to uh, VOD, not a streaming service. Video on demand. That's right. Um, First Cow for me is an example of a phenomenon where people's brains have holes in them and they see the A24 logo and they're like, oh, great filmmaking. I'm okay. Let's break that down a little bit. (laughs) I just don't think anything about this sounds interesting, but it's A24. So everybody's like, this is an indie darling of the year. And it's like nobody's even seen it yet. And it's about cows. And it's like, okay, well. Yeah, but this director has made other good indie movies. I think A24 is a force for evil, I guess, is what I'm saying in the world. Well, yeah, you have this whole complex of A24 that I think is like Because people will shut up about it. That's because they choose really good movies. Uh, including Dark Places starring Charlize Theron, available now on Netflix. It has like a five on IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> IMDb ratings mean nothing. Okay, sure. I'll go on Letterboxd and see what Dark <laughs> okay. Places has. I think a- A24 makes a... If we're looking at the ratio of good movies, or at least movies that I really like, that they choose to distribute... That's yeah. higher than most production companies. Okay. So I trust their opinion for okay. the most part. So when they put something out, I'm intrigued. Also, I do like a movie that this director has made. Which what was it? Certain Women. Is that what it's called? Mm, you're the one who likes it. Are yeah, Certain Women. And well, there's, okay, in the same way that there's all these movies with men in the title, there's yeah, like yeah, Certain totally. Women, 21st yeah. Century Women, like... <laughs> First Cow is a more uh, striking title than yes. Certain Women. Was certain really, women. I think you actually might really like Certain Women. Um, I just watched it like maybe a month or so ago. Is it A24 car? Because if it is, I won't wipe my butt with it. I'm not sure, actually. Okay. It is called Certain Women. My I just wish. Just told me that. That's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> I just wish this wasn't a badge of quality within a certain group of people because I, I don't think, think it is it totally is no i don't because there are so many mm, there's a24 movies that are released that this doesn't happen i think this is a combination like i think it is a factor but also this came out at i'm assuming uh, at least one um you know festival Okay. 
and it was positively reviewed. And again, this director has made other movies that were positively received. So like, were they also on A24? I don't know. But what difference would that make? Because then it's part of the same system. But I, I just don't. <laughs> like if a production company is a good production company, it's it not. makes sense to trust them. Okay, but that's your opinion. Okay, that's fine. This is all my opinion. I'm just saying I wish I didn't have to hear about this film studio's movies all the time. I feel like it dominates conversation and I don't think the movies are that good. So it's a bummer. The Lighthouse and Midsummer, I didn't think were that good, and they were both from the studio. Okay, but that's so like. But that's anecdotal. so emblematic of the type of movies they make and how critical consensus works around these movies. But they're also I they're in indie distribution company. Like I own. Yeah. They're gonna make a certain type of movie. They're not gonna be making like the Dark blockbuster. Places. You know what I mean? Like it's just they're well no. You can make you can make first cow. I don't care. It's just I wish I guess other studios had the same standing or something so that there was some variety in what movies I think they're starting about. to like I think we're seeing that happen with what is it Annapurna Pictures and they're Neon. Creepy. Like I think there's like a couple A24 type companies out there. Oof. I think like A24 I imagine must have been like really well served by Moonlight winning Best Picture. You know what I mean? Sure. Like I think they had some successes a few years ago that really, yeah, brought them to the forefront. But I think there's competitors that are like starting to line up in a bigger way. Yeah, I just don't. Again, I just don't think this cow movie is on people's radar. And maybe that's the whole point. Maybe it's a great movie, and people wouldn't have heard of cow movie without. The involvement or like this one where it's like a king something something you know what i'm talking huh? about there's some like the white the green oh. king something oh yeah it's like okay like this looks fine what... well that's what i've heard too it's like i remember an interview with oh god why can't i remember her name um oh gosh gonna... no <laughs> oh gosh um oh lulu wang uh, okay. Who directed The Farewell. And okay. she was talking so much about how, like, if it weren't for A24, getting this movie made would have been, like, near impossible or super, super different. So, like, yeah, what does that do with mean? that what you will. Well, different notes. She doesn't have as much creative freedom. The budget's not what she wants it to be. It doesn't get released in the way that she wants it to be. You know what I mean? Like, they are choosing... I just feel like that's state-run media saying that, like, if you don't work for us, young indie filmmakers, you won't get to make the movie you want to make. What do you mean? Well, you, you can make your movie with a different studio. It's not like this is the only studio. I feel studio like it's harder that... than either of us probably sure. or understand. I got nothing about the farewell seemed like it was like I couldn't go to a different studio and make this movie. I don't, but I feel, I don't know. Like, maybe it doesn't get purchased by a different studio either. But that's different. But it's still the same problem. Or it's another problem, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I get what you're saying, Tar. <laughs> okay. It's so hot in here. Anyways, first cow has come out. I'm looking forward to it. Move on over to the couch <laughs> okay. and rent it today on Apple. <laughs> 
Okay, the maybe second most excited thing. You're going to break that, my heart right now, aren't you? No, but okay. that's coming. Okay. Um, Tom Hanks as a grizzled oh, Navy no, veteran. That, okay. Spoiler alert, that might be the last or second to last. Okay, fair enough. Um, Relic, <laughs> which I had not yes. heard of before. This looks really cool. It looks so cool. Yeah. I might watch it tonight. Dude. Yeah. Okay. It's a horror movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it seems like it's, I watched the trailer. It's like sort of haunted house. This old, this like grandma is maybe kind of going crazy, but maybe also haunted by something like it. Well, it almost seems like they're doing like a dementia mm-hmm. metaphor type thing going on here, which yeah. is really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm super excited. And it it was one of those of like, I don't know, there's so many horror movies that are released that probably all have like a 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. And I'm down for those. But like, sure. this actually is performing very well, which yeah. how many of those do you get a year? Not very many. Well, again, the, the yeah. Last year was not a good year for what you're talking about for me, but I understand <laughs> yeah. what you're saying. <laughs> So I'm very excited for that. I might, yeah, watch it tonight. We'll see. Okay. I think it's the director's first movie. That sounds right. <laughs> yeah, which is cool. Hmm. Ari um, Aster, I think his name was. Okay. <laughs> very good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> easy Yay! jokes. Yep. Next. Next. Okay. Film. Are you ready for number three? The old guard. No. Okay. Palm Springs. No, don't do me like this, car. And guess what I watched today, brother? Oh, no. Palm Springs. Oh, how was it? I really liked it. Okay. I think it, like, it was, I have been on this hunt throughout <laughs> uh, quarantine to just watch funny movies, and okay. it's much harder than you would think. I don't know why. Car, I got a great recommendation for okay, you. It's Groundhog called Groundhog Day, Day yeah, yeah, yeah. and Palm it's got Palm. Bill Murray as okay. a grumpy old weatherman. Mm-hmm. Ned Ryerson. Mm-hmm. Bing! Mm-hmm. Okay, continue. Um, yeah, and it was super, super charming. <laughs> <laughs> Were you stirring your tea? No, Just I was waiting for my, my nonsense to end. Okay. <laughs> but similar. Oh, he's still talking about <laughs> Um, Yeah, I guess the background here is uh, Palm Springs is a time loop movie produced or made by the Lonely Island guys, starring You're Andy Samberg. You're killing and me. And I forget the woman's name, but she is the actress from. Oh, gosh. Um, the episode of Black Mirror, that's like a Star Trek mm, sort of thing. And okay. she's great. Okay. I think she's actually... Uh, mm-hmm. I think she's from something else, but I don't want to say it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, okay. it's a like time loop movie. They're living the same day over and over again. Sure. A la Groundhog Day. Huh? Um, and I, it was genuinely funny and very cute. Like it's spoiler alert, I guess. A like, it's like a rom-com or a Mm. love story sort of Mm -hmm. thing. And it, they have incredible chemistry and it's super cute and fun. Okay. And it made me laugh out loud multiple times. Oh, I liked it a lot. Okay. 
Okay. I don't have much to say. I have a, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take Palm Springs out of this equation for just a second. Okay. Okay. We need to stop with the time loop thing. <laughs> it's been done. We need to stop. I don't think we need to stop as we long really as the thing being made is good. They've been made. We need to stop. There has to be another idea for your movie, people. Oh, come on. I like, I don't care. Like, if Palm Springs was bad, I'd be like, yeah, I don't want that. But Palm Springs was good. Okay, so they've made all the good Groundhog Day likes, and now we can move on to a different concept. Please. <laughs> I don't get, like, I guess I just don't feel like that. Like, I don't, I don't... <sighs> Like, I, I don't mind a trope as long as the trope is working. It's like, I can't even think. It's not a trope, though. It's the plot of the movie. It's a structure. It's like if I, I'm trying to come up with an example and I can't of them just doing the exact same thing across like. Well, I guess that's the difference, maybe, right? It's like it has to they have to find a way to make it feel fresh. Because, yes, I agree. If it's just like if there's nothing different being brought to it, then, yeah, that's annoying. But I feel like the successful versions of this I've seen feel different enough, even though you know that the whole thing is that they're getting brought into this. They'll be like surprised for a while. They'll figure yeah. it out. They'll play yeah. into it. Eventually yeah. they'll overcome somehow. Montage of them doing wacky things because it yeah. doesn't matter. Okay. But that's like, I feel the same way about like, it. it's not a genre, but it kind of feels like a genre where like, I know what every rom-com is. I know what sure. every horror movie is. Like, yeah. okay, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Yeah. I really like Edge of Tomorrow. That's mm -hmm. a good movie. But, like, that feels so different than, like, Fifty First Dates or Russia. You know what I mean? Like, oh, God, Fifty First Dates. Are we <laughs> lumping that in? That's amazing. Is that what we're doing? I don't know, yeah. Is that a Groundhog sure. Day like? I think so. That's awesome. You just made neurons in my brain connect in a fun way. <laughs> Thanks, Carl. <laughs> huh. Hmm. I don't know. I just okay. I'm I'm very grateful for a funny movie. I like okay. the other release I watched recently that was supposed to be funny was King of Staten Island, and that wasn't funny. Mm. So then that is Jad up Jad Judd Jad Jad What's wrong with my brain? Why aren't people good at making comedy? Like, I don't get what's so hard. You just have to make a movie podcast with your sister. It's simple. <laughs> I don't like comedians exist. I don't I don't get I don't know. Yeah. Don't comedians know. exist as a great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with, I understand completely what you're saying. Yeah. I'm, I'm on your side here. I just don't get it. I don't. Yeah. Like, why Why him, first of all, would be my question. What do you mean? Who's that guy? Pete Davidson? Oh, Pete Davidson? Like, ugh. Because I feel like that's like an algorithm thing of like okay. millennial or Zoomers. YouTube videos. Yeah. Yep. Rap and music. like, I guess, okay. it, to be fair, the story is like his life story, sort of. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. I don't know. I just like, yeah. To be fair, most of the things, the attempts I've made at finding funny movies have just been old Judd Apatow movies. Ouch. They don't hold up. Yeah. <laughs> they don't work. Yeah. 
Was there one that did at all or no? Um, I think Superbad is the closest. Okay. I've not seen. Seriously? Mm-mm. Crazy. I don't think I've seen any Judd Apatow stuff. That can't be true. Even like Judd Apatow adjacent? Like have mm. you seen Anchorman? Nope. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> no interest, I guess. No 40-year-old virgin? Nope. No uh, Step Brothers. Nope. Is that it? I don't even know if that one's mm. adjacent. <sighs> That's crazy. Catherine Heigl is pregnant movie. No. Nope. Oh, that one's awful. Is it? <laughs> that is so bad. Mm. I guess it, Bridesmaids is Apatow adjacent. I have, seen pra- I have seen Bridesmaids, yes. Yeah. I feel like the Apatow adjacent might work better than yeah. straight up Apatow. That's a pretty good movie, Bridesmaids. Yeah, yeah. I rewatched that like maybe either right at the start of the pandemic or right beforehand, and it still made me laugh. That <laughs> scene, I could watch like the entire se- or the scene of Christian Wig going back and forth with the girl, like them insulting each other at the jewelry shop, like every day for the rest of my life, and I would still find it funny. Same. <laughs> um, speaking of Seth Rogen, have you seen the previews for this Pickle Man movie? idea what you're talking oh about. no that sounds stupendous his uh his uh relative or his ancestor from old country <laughs> comes to america and falls into a pickle vat and then he comes out a hundred years later and he's been preserved and then he has to help current day seth rogan who is his descendant work through his issues in his life huh. so you have seth rogan as I am from old country. And then you have Seth Rogen as Seth Rogen. And then it's like a comedy. Does this sound enticing to you? Huh? Um, I like Seth Rogen. Okay. Faced with this information. I don't know if there's any other response, honestly. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> Did you watch freaking, uh, uh, pick, uh, uh, Hot dog man movie. Oh, um. Hot dog can't... movie. Uh, sausage party. Sausage party. Saus- I actually did. Did you? Yeah. Carly. I don't know. You're moving up in the world. What did you think? <laughs> it was dumb. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything redeeming going on there. Okay. Is the one where they're all, it's the end of the world and they're all in James Franco's house, a Judd Apatow adjacent I film? I kind of like that one a lot. See, people say that. I thought it was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> I, I love the portrayal of Michael Sarah in that. The, I think that's yeah. one of the funniest things in that type of movie I've seen. Okay. And I like Jonah Hill being Satan. Yep. That was very silly. That was profoundly silly, yeah. I would say. And then what is it? Franco gets like sucked up to heaven at the end. They kind of all do, I think. I forget. And then the Backstreet Boys are there, and then they start saying <laughs> spoilers for the end of whatever that movie's called. <laughs> this is the end. This is the end. I get it confused with the uh, Simon Pegg one, where it's the same concept, basically. Oh, I don't know that. At World's End. That is, a, I thought, a much better movie, but hmm. people might disagree with me on that one. Hmm. Well, I no, I don't think This is the End is well-received. So they oh, might not disagree. You should you. talk to all the people I talk to because they all <laughs> freaking love that movie. So, <laughs> um, hmm. 
I guess, okay, uh, no, this isn't Apatow, but on the line of funny Seth Rogen, mm-hmm. long mm-hmm. shot with our girl Charlize. Excellent. Ooh, okay. I feel like similar in tone to Palm Springs of like a rom-com okay. that's like genuinely funny. Okay. Yeah. I what is long shot? I don't know what that is. Charlize is the, I think, Secretary of State. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and he's like, he knew her when they were little, and he becomes their speechwriter, and they fall in love. You've talked about this one before to me, right? Yeah, I've tried to get our parents to watch it like 50 times, and that'll never happen. Yeah. (laughs) Don't want a big short situation on your hand here, (laughs) Kyle. Most soul-crushing thing that's ever happened to me. That is so funny to me. Huh. Anyway, what other movies are coming out? <laughs> um, Tom, Hanks, okay. Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks. Yeah, now, well, okay, Old Guard would be next, okay. which we've discussed okay. on Netflix. Oh, Palm Spring was on Hulu. I forgot to mention that. Okay, thank you. Um, yes, and then we get into the bad zone here. Uh, the bad zone? Yeah. Carly. It's a toss-up. The other two are Greyhound, which is the Tom mm. Hanks one. Mm. And then sometimes, always, never... Which is the last one, which is so confusing because there's the other movie that came out this year, Never, Rarely, Sometimes, Always. Wait, those are two different movies? Yes. Yep. No. Yep. No. Yep. 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 I even thought for a second, because I knew they were different titles, but I was like, <laughs> is this like a making of or something? Yeah, like, or like uh, the European title, maybe, or something? <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yeah. Can I get the two titles again, but also list which one you think is the good one? Never, rarely, sometimes, always is, is the good one. The good one. Okay. Which is very, very good. I so okay. highly recommend it. Okay. Um, and then this one is sometimes, always, never. <laughs> no, you can't do that. <laughs> That's like if they came out with the Furious and the Fast the same year, and they're like, "This is a different movie." That is so insane. <laughs> what are we doing? I don't know. I don't know. A man searches tirelessly for his missing son. Yeah. And you know where that's going. Yeah. Okay, that sounds great. Maybe it's really good. I don't know. Um, Greyhound is on Apple Plus. Sure. Um, And then the other one is VOD. No Disney Plus here. Oh, I'll probably watch Greyhound, to be honest with you. Really? Oh, yeah. I've watched Artemis Fowl, dude. I'll I'll pick up the pieces. <laughs> okay. I don't care. It's just time. Will you watch any of the other ones? Uh, probably all of them. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I want to well, know what's going on at the end of the year, but uh, oh, sure. If you were like, would you watch any of these for funsies? I would probably just say Greyhound, and that's where I'm at in my life hmm. currently. I'm a okay. dad without any children. War. <laughs> Is this like the Ford versus Ferrari? Man, I love oh, that movie, man. God, Jesus. That's an alright movie. I haven't seen. That's okay. I'll probably never watch it, to be honest. It's alright. You're not missing anything. Yeah. Um, what is human capital? Lord knows. I don't okay. know. So yeah, then if we jump forward to what's coming up, bleak. <laughs> Bleak is not is not Ari Aster's new film. It is uh, just describing <laughs> human. Ca- the there were some limited uh, releases which I didn't list here. Um, sure. Which what do I you mean by just, that? Uh, uh, I think just like very narrow theater releases, and I'm hmm. praying that those are not United States releases. But who knows? Sure. 
Um, human capital. I don't know. The description that I copied from Wikipedia states the lives of two different families collide when their children begin a relationship that leads to a tragic accident. I don't know. You can't do that. I don't know. Come on. I don't know. Okay. That was beautiful. It's like, it's like Shakespeare, literally. (laughs) I have nothing to say about human capital. Maybe it's great. Who yeah, we don't say? know. Who who cares? Who what's well, should be like my favorite movie <laughs> of the year? Carly, pick your canonical film. Oh, Freebie. Oh my god. Great. Human oh. capital. I guess like of of no maybe we do have like I don't know, we're in the place that we'll continue to be for some time of like Yeah. <sighs> what's knows? gonna break the, the I hate this theater barrier. I hate it. Yeah, and it's going to be unhinged, I think. Is that a movie or the situation is going to be unhinged? Both. I hate this. Is it actually a movie? Yeah. Okay, what is unhinged? I don't know what that is. It's some stupid looking Russell Crowe movie. Um, Oh, sick. It looks stupid. Uh, I don't know. That's currently scheduled for July 31st. Who knows? That's not happening. Yeah. So. (laughs) Can we talk about Tenet real quick here? Sure. I know this is running longer than we usually talk into microphones for, but <laughs> where do you see the where do you see this all landing with Tenet? I have no idea. I mean, we're just like we're currently being shown as a public how little our government and oh, no. the companies that <laughs> we purchase from care about human lives, and Tenet sure. is just another example of that. How much say do you think Nolan has in this situation? I have no idea. Like, I... Well, okay, no, there was something... This wasn't Nolan, but there was something coming out... Like, when the release date was some point in July, it was like... I think it's Warner Brothers, maybe? Um had a very different opinion on when they wanted it released than mm. I think the theaters or something. Oh, and the okay. theaters were winning. Oh, I don't that's know. Never the, good. This is all like an <laughs> article I read a month ago. So I don't yeah. I don't want to say that's for sure. But they're like I think there's a lot of different opinions and like with different amounts of legal weight there. And I yeah. have no idea how these decisions it I mean like I think there's a lot going into it, but I also think at the end of the day, it's some idiot saying like, okay, fine, July or August 12th. It's yeah, like, like there's no math going on. No, it's of like, course not. It's, maybe then. Yeah, I mean, it's vile. Like, it's yeah. awful. It's, I'm not going to do my rant about theaters, but okay. there is <laughs> a solution. That'll be episode two. <laughs> they, I... It has to be that the theaters have some contract or something, right? Because there's a situation where they make money, people watch the movie, people don't die, and it's yeah. readily available, and other movies are using it. Yeah. But Tenet will not for some reason. Yeah. I think, and like, I think the middle ground, if they had to choose a middle ground right now, would be theaters and VOD. It just can't be theaters, though. You just can't. You, you, you can't. I do. I think it would be marginally less terrible if they offered it VOD. Okay, Trump. 
Because I like I am in the camp of like, I so badly want to go see Tenet. I'm not going to, but I so badly want to. And if I was like a fraction more stupid, I would go see it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like there's idiots. One more Judd Apatow movie and you'll be I, ready Seriously, to go. like there's so many people just like me, but just a little bit more careless who are going right. to go see it. Right. Who are like, I'm bored. I've been sitting in my apartment this whole time. I have been looking forward to this movie forever. And this is like the first big release we're getting this year. Everyone, again, like me, wants to see it so bad. I know. So they're capitalizing (gasps) on that. Yeah, it's disgusting. It's awful. These companies are awful. They can't do it. I, I would put money down. It never comes out to theaters. I don't think that's true. I like, I'm, I... I would be happy if that's the case. I just don't think it is. There's a nightmare scenario where schools don't open, but Tenet is in theaters, which is like, whoa. I mean, there's a nightmare scenario where everything's open and that's. I think we're getting, I don't think that's going to happen. I think people are starting to get it. I don't know. You say that, but like, yeah, we're just having like, it's just a collection of hotspots that's jumping across the country. In random yeah. order. It's, I just, I think things are going to get really bad. And I think people, I, I don't know. I just, I guess I hope that, I don't, you know, the, the thing is, I don't hope for any kind of moral turn on the part of any business. I just hope for that they realize how bad a PR move it would be to do this. Because I don't think yeah. they're going to have... The, it's never going to happen because money is available. But I'm sure that's the main driving force of them continuing to push it back because they don't want the new story of like 50 people at a theater in Connecticut were infected with COVID-19 because they right. went to see Tenet. Like, right. they don't Tenet want that new story. People. Exactly. Like, that's yeah. what's driving it. It's not like, oh, we're kind of worried about humanity. Like, <laughs> but at the same time, not they're it. not like, here's Tenet in your home. They're like, right. maybe it'll be better. Like, I, oh, I God, screw them so much. Like, it, <laughs> it's so disgusting. It really, like, yeah. it, I'm... And like, wouldn't it be wonderful <laughs> if... We all need something to bond over and talk about. Sure. Hey, maybe put out a huge movie that we can all have a fun Trolls time with. too. Maybe don't make this a question of life and death and just yeah. like let us have fun. Oh my God. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't even think ah, to preempt the piracy argument. I, I really don't think that. Uh, I don't know, I guess, how that affects. No, I don't think line. that's even a. I don't think that's like, a factor. I, no, I don't think it's a concern at all. I like it. Everything I've read and seen over the past few months discussing all of this type of stuff, it's like piracies. It, I, I'm sure they lose a small percentage of profits to it, yeah. but it's, from my understanding, extremely small. So I don't understand how you can sit on this movie that could be making money right now. Like, right. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it either. I don't know. And... I don't know if it's a contract. Like, I hope it's, I guess there's no, like, good reason. But another reason yeah. I can see it being is, like, they're, like, no one's devoted to the idea of it being released in a theater, which if everyone was healthy and the world was different, sure. Yeah. yeah. But that's just not it. Because, not to get dark here, but things could go real south. Oh, yeah. People can die because they go see this movie. No, I mean... Well, that too, but I mean, like, while waiting for this 
while waiting to release this movie to theaters, um, society has crumbled. And now yeah. you cannot put this movie out ever yeah. or in the foreseeable future because, you know, as is happening right now, our government is crumbling and, right. you know, our healthcare system is exploding and right. it's not a time to release a movie in a theater. So I, I don't know. Yeah. They, it, like, I, it's so... It's reductive on my part, but, like, it would just be really, really nice to, again, like, have something that we could all enjoy together. Like, that's what people want, right? People want to just, like, have a thing to discuss together that's not, like, how everything is terrible and the world is crumbling. Yeah. We want, like, monoculture in some way. Right. That's positive. Totally. Old Guard. The Old Guard. Now on Netflix, it's available for everybody. (laughs) Go watch it. Charlie Saren. Um... (laughs) I would just be, I would be fine if they just said, we're, we're just going to wait. Just don't give a date. That's all I'm asking for, yeah. basically, is just sure. do not give me a date because it is not happening. And it's arbitrary. Like, they've moved yeah. it, like, how many times now? <laughs> I know. It, it, it seems senseless to me. It's like they don't yeah. know what they're doing. I don't know. They don't know. I mean, because we don't know what's happening. Yeah, so, of course, they don't know what they're doing. So I don't, yeah, but I, there is, there's examples of this where you release it digitally and it does, it makes, right. you know, comparable money to, well, it, I mean, Trolls 2 is not comparable to Tenet as far as. Right. I think that's the difference, right? It's yeah. like, this is the movie of the year so far yeah. by a wide margin. But it could be the movie of the next year. Sure. Or if it could be the movie of the it. year that people are watching from their homes. Yes, that's true as, as yeah. well. Yeah, I just like I. It's just it's such a. It's goofy. I understand there's a lot of money tied up in it, but it's such a yeah. small thing to be this ridiculously handled. Just insensitive, almost. Where it's just of like, course, oh, oh, hugely <laughs> insensitive, hugely like, insensitive. We don't care. Here's a date. Here's August. August will I, like, be good. Think about like, oh my god, like beyond the people who are choosing to put themselves in the situation of going to the theater. Think of yeah. all the people who have to work at that theater, right? And have to right. deal with all of the losers coming into the bill. Oh my god, yeah, <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah, it's not a good situation, no matter how no. you look at it. Really, <sighs> I mean, not to keep just like hammering this point, but compare this to like music. And all of a sudden you're in the realm of Ted Nugent and like Sammy Hagar who are like, I'm putting on a show. I don't care. Yeah. And it's like, that's not everyone's sensible in music is saying, I'm just not doing this right now. Or they're doing streaming online. Right. And they're making revenue that way. Yeah. I mean, uh, music even feels more. I think a valid point here is like. The real concern should be about, say, the smaller musicians and the smaller filmmakers. Like, yeah. Tenet Keep is just going to be a profit bomb. Like, we should be worried about, like... <laughs> profit bomb. I mean, I don't know. Like, they're going to make so much money no matter what. It's true. The concern should be all of the movies that, like, were going to be released. And, like, it's some filmmaker's first chance at making a movie and now no one's yeah. seen it. Or they're making no money and maybe they'll never make a movie again. Like, right. Right. Christopher Nolan doesn't need our cash, nor does anyone who's in that movie. I don't know. True. But the theaters need the cash is the thing. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just think how awesome it would be. Like, I, I'm not that excited for 10, honestly. But just to, like, the, the, the storm has passed. And then 
they would be in this amazing situation where the movie that people remember when they think of the bad times being over is Tenet. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like it, uh, sort of similar comparison, not really, I guess, is like I, going back to like concerts, I had a number of concerts lined up for the summer that I was looking forward to and most got canceled. And that's of course the right thing to do. But I just got an email that one is rescheduled for April of next year. And I'm like, what a happy thing to look forward to. (laughs) That's a long ways away. Yeah. I mean, that's the other part is like, who knows Jesus, but like, yeah, that's a nice thing to think of it. Like, Oh, at some point there will be this thing to look forward to. Yeah. And that's one to grow on car. I don't know. Whatever. We'll see what happens. That, was that a pen? No, that was my earring on the desk. What is with your earrings, Car? I was playing with them. Horribly distracting. Keep the hands busy. Oh, I would have torn my earbuds out. Mm-hmm. That's such a sound. Well, Car. Thanks for talking about movies with me for a little bit. Yeah, it was fun. Oh, I feel like now I have to watch movies because I have to have things to talk about. Yeah, that works out well for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so car now is the segment as we say goodbye where you tell me what movie to watch for next time oh my god i didn't know this was a segment hmm. Hmm. well hmm. how about we i'm not gonna give you a movie nah. i wouldn't do that too <laughs> no we can find one that we're both interested in seeing oh that's not gonna happen i mean they don't don't involve me in this process please this is a general question but like they don't need to be new movies do they no okay that opens things up significantly. Hmm. I'm looking at my letterbox to watch list. Oh my you know God. what? Yeah. I'm sorry not to like bring in another movie, but I just watched Under the Skin recently. Wow. Yeah. That was right up my alley. Okay. Okay. Big time. Okay. Holy crap. It was great. That's ScarJo? That's is... ScarJo. Okay. They're like the way she's an alien who kills people and the way in which she kills people <laughs> is like one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Okay. Yeah. Should I just watch that? Sure. Okay, done. <laughs> I think I misspoke because you had said you were going to watch it and I said Disaster Piece did the soundtrack, but I think I might have been thinking of somebody else or a different film. I believe it does have a cool soundtrack, but I don't... Yes. I don't know. Because uh, Stereo Gum did like their best horror soundtracks of all time in that one hmm. number one spot, I think. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Uh, music composed by, I don't know how to say this. Yes. M-I-C-A-C-H-U. Michaco. Sure. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That sounds great. (laughs) Almost certainly not, actually. (laughs) Huh. Thank you for so boldly trying. (laughs) Can you give me a little, like, acapella, what it sounds like? I feel like it's, like, not boise, but it's, like, something like that. Okay. Okay. Is it, uh... End of Annihilation like? The movie reminds me of the end of Annihilation in general. I don't okay. remember about the Okay. Music. Ooh, I, feel like... I really liked it. Okay. 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 I'll watch it. Okay. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. And you have to watch an American Tale, Five Goes West. I'm just kidding. I've Please seen don't that. watch that. Okay. Good. Good. I watched we it recently. Owned it. It doesn't hold up so well. Car, <laughs> thanks for <laughs> freaking being here. It's so hot in here. And I, I drank all this real gray tea and it was hot. And now we should um, make iced tea. 
I should. That's not going to happen. Okay. Join us next time when Carly tells me how to live my life. Freaking jerk. Bye.